Welcome to this week's Threading Thoughts podcast where we talk about roads, recycling and reuse. As of 2017, India had a whopping network of over 5897671 kilometers of roads. Since the 1990s, major efforts have been underway to modernize the country's road infrastructure. Not to mention the length of the national highways in India has increased dramatically from 70000 kilometers in 2010 to 11 to almost 132000 kilometers in 2019 in addition to the construction cost savings in situ recycling has also provided substantial environmental benefits including a reduction in carbon dioxide emissions as well as reduced materials transportation and less use of newly extracted materials but the balance required is between building a better connected india while creating a healthier ecosystem dr ambika bail has done her phd from iit roorkee she has a work experience of about 15 years she is a member of the bureau of indian standards bis committee indian road congress irc committee asochem bitumen india forum and transportation research group of india she is actively involved in drafting bis and irc codes She has authored many research papers and articles on various subjects of asphalt payments. She has delivered invited lectures at many national and international platforms. She is also the faculty for Academy of Scientific and Industrial Research (ACSIR) at CSIR CRRI. She recently received the CIDC Construction Industry Development Council Vishwakarma Achievement Award 2021. She has a rich experience in research and development activities of highway sector in the area of flexible pavement materials, polymer modified asphalt, warm mix asphalt technology, recycling of pavements, use of waste materials in road construction, waste plastic roads, stabilized pavements. She believes that infrastructure development should not be at odds with sustainability and continues her work in the area of sustainable pavement construction technologies. Welcome to Threading Thoughts. I am so thrilled to have uh, Dr. Ambika Bail with us today. It is such a pleasure having her talk to us about some of the amazing thing that's being done um, in the circular economy and recycling and reusing. And we're just so glad you were able to take some time off with us. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Madhula, for inviting me, and uh, it's it's really a pleasure for me to share with a larger audience through you that what we are doing at CRRI and how we are moving towards the sustainable infrastructure with our activities at uh, Central Road Research Institute. That's lovely, and and straight off, let me ask you, right? A great way to combat plastic pol- uh, pollution is recycling and reusing it. so the utilization of plastic in say bituminous mixes seems promising so given india's a very hot and humid nation right uh, depending on of course where you are but overall how adaptable is it to road use uh yes mithra um, you are very right uh, india has a very different climatic uh, uh, you know it's being a different climatic region we have very hot and uh, humid climate 
along with top of that we all pavement engineers say top of that we have very heavy traffic you know the kind of overloading we have in india it doesn't happen uh, anywhere else you know we design a pavement for uh, some msa but after 5 uh, years we see it's almost like you know triple or four times the traffic is moving on we design a state highway but the kind of traffic moves on is more than a national highway so that's the kind of overloading we are having so uh, in such scenarios uh and then yes uh, a big point that uh, traffic is more but at a very slow speed you know uh, from uh, engineering angle if we see that the heavy traffic moving at a very slow speed is much much more damaging than heavy traffic at high speeds which normally is in foreign countries they have very high speed traffic you know but our is slow moving but very heavy so in such circumstances when we have high temperatures and high traffic we always recommend uh, to go and uh, for polymer modified binders uh, 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 let me clarify here normal uh, petroleum based bitumen which we get that is a conventional bitumen and we call it as a viscosity grade bitumen uh, but that is not uh, able to withstand high temperature and heavy traffics so we always say uh, recommend and even it is in our guidelines to use polymer modified bitumen because these polymers you know make the asphalt much more flexible much more durable they induce that uh, you know high uh, resistance towards temperature failure as well as moisture failure so this is all done by uh, adding polymers into the asphalt but when i say we are adding polymers they are all the virgin polymers you know okay and they are very expensive they are engineered polymers expensive and they make uh, the whole road construction process almost three times of the cost of the conventional because we are adding polymers wow. so what we say here is all this plastic which is you know littered around us this is also end of the day a polymer it is a polyethylene polypropylene or a pet polymer so why not use these polymers rather than adding virgin polymers and our research studies have uh, proved it that they give similar kind of properties which we are having from a virgin polymer modified bitumen okay. so this is quite a sustainable solution it also gives us a very good resistance to uh, moisture when there is heavy rainfall very good resistance to high temperature it makes the complete pavement surface much more durable so but yes i would like to you know uh, uh, end it with this that it is simply not just chopping off the plastic and adding it into the mix mix it's a very engineered uh, technology there is a proper process how it has to be used and yes if it is used properly carefully it can give us long lasting growth so for such kind of temperature regions and heavy traffic this is the best solution we have so that's amazing to hear because you know most people have this uh, maybe a misconception that you know you just need to clean up the plastic as you said chop it up and you can use it wherever that's not the way it works actually Uh, no, no, not at all, not at all. Uh, if I, uh, I do not want to go into the much details because then uh, you will find that I am talking on this only for an hour or so because <laughs> I can go to that length. Uh, but uh, 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 it's a, a type of you know, like we cannot, I just cannot add any polymer. You know, you cannot chop the plastic bottle and add. It will not give you good uh, end result, and it would rather be a wastage of a good resource which can be used somewhere else. Uh, so it has to be uh, it has to first of all match with the mixing temperatures at which temperatures we are constructing roads 
uh, we do the uh, DSC analysis, we check the degradation temperatures of the polymers. So all those checks are being done that this polymer or plastic will not be degraded once used in bed. And then we also check the environment emissions, the leaching, uh, so that, you know, end of the day, it should not pollute the groundwater, right. or it should not generate air emissions. So that uh, it shouldn't be that we are solving one plastic uh, pollution problem and we are creating another plastic pollution problem. So it has to be done very carefully. It's it's not just trashing the asphalt. Absolutely, beautifully that. said. As you can't create another issue by thinking you're clearing up one issue. Beautifully said. But you know, um, there's the other issue that yes, we have lots of roads, miles and miles of roads in India. So. A lot of these roads don't last for long. So what is this fatigue failure in asphalt payments? And how can we overcome these, you know, not just using the conventional method because those don't seem to work most of the time. I'm sure there's new research that comes up that will give us better, uh, more effective solutions. So what, what are your thoughts on these? You, you're giving me wonderful questions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So, yeah, so yes, uh, lots of roads are failing. Uh, there are many reasons for a uh, pavement to fail. Uh, uh, in India, generally, uh, we see two types of failures. One is the rutting, another is the fatigue. Uh, when you typically ask me about the fatigue failure, it's a kind of you know interconnected cracks on the asphalt road surface, and it generally happens due to repeated traffic loading. Okay. So I would say it's not a majorly a fault of the material that you can add a polymer or you know. Um, anything else other than additive and we can stop fatigue cracking. Fatigue cracking, uh, the main reasons for fatigue failures when you see that alligator kinds of cracks throughout the surface. Yes. Uh, a, it happens because of the poor drainage. Uh, if uh, uh, right at the time of the construction, proper drainage has not been given, definitely stripping will start, the bitumen will leave the surface of the aggregate, all the moisture infiltration will start occurring and then you have a complete pavement failure. So A, it happens due to the drainage, B, it happens due to the heavy traffic. As I mm. said that today I'm designing a pavement on traffic X, but when I'm starting constructing, which normally in most of the highway projects, there is a delay, you know, right. most of the projects, there is a delay. So down the line two years, there is the traffic is almost doubled or tripled up. So that design, which I did two years back will not be sufficient today. You know? True, true. So, and sometimes it is under designed also. So we have to design it very carefully. Uh, as I said, inadequate load support is one reason. Another reason is weak uh, sub-base base and sub-grade layers. The, because you, when you drive, you see the black top, but under the black top, there are many more layers, which gives, you know, uh, like the right type of the foundation for that black right. top. So if that is weak, Definitely, you're going to have that fatigue uh, failures. So uh, these fatigue failures can be overcome by doing the detailed pavement design to ensure that the stresses which are going to be generated due to the traffic, they're sufficiently low to achieve the required endurance. So, and obviously use of improved materials have to be there. So all these factors, it's more of a design uh, problem rather than the materials. reuse this? I mean, given that, you know, you have cracked payments or broken payments, is this something that you can actually reuse? Yes. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the beauty of the asphalt roads that it can be uh, recycled completely 100%.
in comparison to the concrete roads where it is very difficult to recycle uh, but asphalt uh, because it is uh, uh, when i am saying asphalt it's a mix of the bitumen and the aggregate so bitumen being a viscoelastic material it's also uh, one type of uh, polymer in nature uh, when we heat it it melts so being uh, due to that nature it is very easy to you know heat and then reuse it right it's very easily done so uh, uh, whenever there is a question about the sustainable payments and all i always say that i have one answer recycle whatever is existing your cracked pavement is there simply recycle it but yes again recycling is a very uh, you know uh, technology where you have to put lot of brains to design it uh, because uh, when we recycle a pavement uh, we have to see up to what depth Right. The top will see some uh, black top, but as I said, there are so many layers under layers and the the support yeah. system. Yeah. Support system because they are like bases, sub bases, sub grade. So we have to ensure that the sub grade uh, is strong enough, and then the top surface can be recycled. In case that is not strong enough, so we uh, mill the uh, existing uh, pavement material, take it back to the plant, and then uh, strengthen that uh, base layers, and then uh, recycle it and put it back on the pavement. Wonderful, yeah. and and uh, I'm sure you know the new research and technology has really helped you in all of these endeavors as well. So you know when they help you lay these new roads, I'm sure they've vastly improved. the methods or you know the the materials that you use um but you know uh, what are some of the new technologies that can potentially help many many kilometers of these old roads what do you think you know that can be done for them because we do have a lot of old roads which are either unusable or badly usable and what is it that you feel that can be done because new research and technology can definitely be a huge support to us so again long question short answer recycle <laughs> i think that's that's the uh, answer to many problems uh, see pavement recycling is a wonderful and most appropriate technology where all the existing materials in the pavement they can be used completely 100% to construct a new road you know and uh, we can save all the black gold i call asphalt as a black gold because it is as precious as gold uh, bitumen and aggregate both are our uh, you know uh, natural resources they are non renewable resources of energy uh, we are already uh, if i put it into the numbers we are already importing 50% of the total demand of bitumen in india which is used for road construction wow. so that is uh, we are already importing so it is that precious it's a petroleum product uh, and we know it is depleting uh, there is no other resource of uh, bitumen uh, same is for the aggregate uh, we are cutting uh, huge huge uh, you know uh, uh, if you if you have ever traveled to uh, faridabad side where i reside from delhi to faridabad there used to be beautiful aravli hills but now there are two queries they have cut down all those things uh, queries are there to make aggregates because yes there is a shortage and at this time when we have to construct you know like 2 lakh kilometers of highways from where this material will come right and uh, and uh, if we go by the reports there was a report done on material consumption patterns in india so as per that report the existing resources are only for next 20 to 25 years 
so uh, we always emphasize on this that we uh, highway engineers have to think what are we going to do after 25 years if we kept on using uh, fresh materials and do not recycle the old pavements we will not be left with uh, more material much for to exactly country. much to much work to. with uh, so uh, uh, if, uh, for a single uh, lane kilometer the approximate aggregate requirement is 20000 tons 20000 tons is required wow. only for a single kilometer <laughs> and that's not only the materials the interesting part is transporting that material to the site uh, a normal lead distance in any construction site from the quarry is 200 kilometers that is an average normal in northern part of our country at least so to cover that 200 kilometers 180 lakh liters of diesel is required so if we do not want to transport if we you know recycle the existing bed we have tons and tons of materials in the existing pavement to see how much we can save we can save bitumen we can save aggregate we can save this diesel and yes the pollution which we exactly. will be doing by exactly. burning all this so it's a very uh, uh, beautiful technology if done effectively, then we can, uh, you know, achieve uh, sustainable roads uh, more constructively. Absolutely. So we, have to, we have to think, uh, uh, I always emphasize on this because from last so many years, uh, we've been working on this, that we, rather than constructing fast, we have to construct sustainable. We need to make infrastructure construction so that the, you know, ecological balance is there so that it is economical. And Correct. yet at the same time, it lives its design life. It also shouldn't happen that I'm recycling and it's failed in a year. So that's all the exercise is based. So it has to suffice all the three aspects of sustainability. You know, it's yeah. not so only uh, recycle, but you're also saying, uh, you know, recycle smart because we have such uh, limited resources. And every time you recycle, it's not just a recycle material you're using. You are using a lot of non-renewable resources as well in order to make this recycled material uh, useful. So I think yeah. that is where the absolute challenge comes in. But uh, given that we've been talking so much about plastics and recycling, what is what are some of the bottlenecks or challenges that you face when you're trying to recycle this? Um, see, uh, uh, specifically uh, when you talk about the bottlenecks for uh, waste plastic technology, I'll First, uh, in the first half, I'll answer only about the waste plastic load technology. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was uh, um, the technology first came in picture in 2004 and 5. You know, that was the first time it happened in India. But if you see, it's been so many years still that technology has not been used to that level which it should have been. So there are many, many bottlenecks why it is not being adopted. The first and very uh, uh, important one is that in India, we don't have waste management system in, the, uh, in place, a proper one, you know. The segregation of plastic, as I said, it is not like dumping anything and everything. We have to Correct. choose the plastic. Every type of plastic cannot be used. Only the polyplastic bags, which are there, which, uh, you know, uh, as in, even after we did some studies in CRI, the codes and guidelines were prepared. So the plastic has to be, uh, uh, has not to be thicker, more than 60 microns. So if it is thick, it cannot uh, melt with the aggregate at that temperature. Okay. The okay. plastic has to have a size, to which size it should be, uh, you know, shredded. So all this process of uh, processing the plastic from the garbage, 
you know many a times it has happened that i have been to the construction site where they want to use waste plastic and the plastic we get is like huge huge dumps of uh, municipal solid correct, waste correct so now who is going who is supposed to clean that plastic you have to first segregate that plastic out out of the whole garbage and then uh, proper cleaning drying is required shredding is required and then that shredded plastic can be used so the so, process then becomes more complicated right uh, more complicated more complicated so uh, that is the biggest bottleneck that our uh, segregation is not there municipal uh, corporations uh, they they are not ready to take the responsibility of segregating it and uh, as of now it's still a struggle you know who is going to do that uh the road construction agencies obviously it's not their work to uh, right. actually do the segregation so i have attended many of meetings where uh, the debate is always on this uh, what should be the cost at which this shredded plastic would be available and how it can be achieved uh, i say uh, you know we are a developing country i really wish if we have ha had that kind of at source segregation which happens in uh, other developed nations right. you know uh, uh, it's very funny but i have many a times uh, given this uh, comment at various meetings that uh, in our india in households we collect that newspapers and wait for that raddiwala because we know there is a price attached to it so why can't we do that for plastic then everybody will start segregating that plastic poly bags at house itself and then sell it to the uh, radiwalas and then you can easily get that plastic out so it's more of a you know uh, uh, think coming from the municipal or the government bodies who can enforce this so segregation enforcement is required that is first bottleneck which is i don't know how we are going to solve that but what we from crri can do we have already started this uh, campaign we are giving more and more trainings to people so that you know they do not adopt it in a wrong way that a wrong plastic right. is used correct, or correct. they are sometimes it has happened uh, at some sites that they are mixing the plastic with the bitumen which is not to be done if it is not a plastic modified bitumen if you simply put in the hot bitumen it is just going to settle at the bottom and you will not be uh, achieving the required properties so all this uh, methodological uh, awareness and training we have started giving so that is uh, one thing and uh, then awareness you know as you said still many people say that waste plastic technology is is just like dumping the plastic into the road so it's not that so that awareness that is one uh, thing which is required and we are already working on it and uh, third thing we don't have the performance record no uh, initially these uh, 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 plastic roads were done with pngsy pradhan mantri gram sadak yojana so they have done many many kilometers of uh, plastic roads now slowly um, nhai has said that uh, uh, start making the urban roads also ministry has enforced that start making you know the urban roads with plastic and slowly and slowly we have planned to take it to highways also but since because highways you know are a very critical part uh, of our uh, road network so we suddenly cannot bring in anything which tomorrow gets failed so it's in target we are going to target a low traffic uh, highways first and then uh, maybe take it further so 
that technological aspect is being taken by the taken care by the government authorities but uh, how we are going to solve this plastic segregation issue is still we need to work on that <laughs> no very yeah. very well said because i think what you really require is a ground up sort of a, a force where every plastic is segregated at home so i am a huge uh, segregator and uh, i always have unfortunately what happens is when i segregate my plastic bags or the milk bags and i mean literally i segregate everything but when i wow. segregate it the biggest problem for me is, is nobody to take it i am actually told when i go to you know all these people who pick up the paper they tell me that oh you know ma'am this month we are not taking milk packets because we are not getting the money for it so there is an absolute failure from different points and that's the reason why we are not able to get through to it um the issue is that at every point we need the connection of where this plastic is going and how it's going to be used so i think that is such a vital missing link that the end use of the plastic is then lost so i think that is something as you very rightly said is going to be a huge challenge going to happen once this hurdle of segregation and cleaning will be taken care absolutely i think the cycle the circuit has to be completed that's where we are sort of lacking right now but uh, you know talking about waste materials what are some of the other potential waste sources do you believe that can be recycled into you know useful components for building roads not just the plastic do you have others in mind we uh, we are working uh, on lot of materials at uh, uh, crri we are working on many many waste and marginal materials which can be effectively uh, used in building roads uh, and the concept behind this is that uh, our whole team uh, we at crr realize that we have a big uh, you know um, uh, this thing of big scare of that the aggregates or the materials are depleting and plus india is such a vast country that availability of aggregates or bitumen is also an issue like if we are making right. a road in andaman andaman is it's all surrounded by water you know so availability of materials there is an issue availability of materials in north east east is in is right. an issue so you know there are many construction sites where we are aware that the projects have delayed for like 2 to 3 years only because the materials are not available so uh, we are working on to use the marginal materials which we call as the local materials like if my i am in kerala then why i cannot use the jute fibers the coconut husk fibers they can be used in some way you know so all these marginal materials uh, we are working on plus as you said the waste materials uh, i would be happy to tell uh, you know uh, through this platform to everyone that uh, uh we are doing a huge project with steel authority of india our crri team my colleagues are working uh, they are working on use of uh, steel slag as an aggregate wow. uh, we are working on using chrome uh, chrome slag uh, already uh, road the trial sections have been constructed and now we are doing the performance check so once it is proved that they can withstand that traffic and the climatic conditions then we can have this artificial aggregate which is made out of uh, steel slag chrome slag so we are not dependent on the naturally occurring uh, stone aggregates so that is one uh, thing which we are working aggressively on and then different types of plastics as i said uh, one is that this poly bag which we are using but we have uh, ventured and uh, developed processes for many other uh, plastic materials like the construction pipes which you uh, in every yeah. house building there is a construction pipe which is a pvc based 
So our current guidelines say that PVC cannot be used because it has a vinyl chloride and dioxins can be released. But uh, recently, uh, CRRI got a patent on this. We could uh, develop a process where this PVC is uh, depolymerized and then we can make a PVC modified bitumen. Wow. So which there will not be any dioxin release and now this modified bitumen can be used uh, to make a polymer modified bitumen and you have all the, those strength properties out of it. Another interesting material, uh, you all eat medicines, we all eat medicines day in day night. So all those blister packs which are there, that's a huge waste. Yeah, it's all thrown. Absolutely thrown. So what are we doing out of it? So when we came to know uh, that there are recyclers uh, who take these uh, medicine packs, they are uh, powdering it and they're recovering the aluminium parts. Now aluminium is a you know costly thing because that's a silver uh, thing is the aluminium part. Absolutely. So they're selling this aluminium to the alloy manufacturers and the plastic is simply being dumped and which is landfill, which is another pollution creating thing. So at CRRI, we developed a process where the plastic from the medical waste can also be used. So that is uh, also we are using uh, the processes there. Oh, hopefully in next few months, we will uh, construct a trial stretch in Delhi itself uh, with that uh, process which we have developed. Um, and there are many more interesting things. Uh, uh, I think today if I say then uh, probably you and people will laugh at me that uh, waste of uh, engine oil can be used. Have you thought waste of cooking oil, which uh, oh is my God. huge hotels. Uh, uh, see, because when we uh, see it, for us, it's just an oil for a normal, but from vitamin uh, fraternity people, this oil, when you see the uh, chemical uh, composition of this oil, they, these have aromatics in them. And aromatic is a major component of our bitumen. So aromatic from this waste can be extracted and put into the bitumen. So where we can use this is, and we already uh, finished one research project. Now, uh, see in road research, whatever we are doing in lab, end of the day, we have to take it to the field, how it is uh, happening. So we are now looking for the test section. So. Uh, bitumen, uh, when it is exposed to bituminous roads, our roads are outside. So when they're exposed to weather, the temperature, uh, high temperatures and then low temperatures at night and then rain. So these roads weather, we call mm. it as aging of bitumen. Okay. So due to exposure to uh, temperature and uh, 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 water, the aromatics in bitumen, uh, they are uh, uh, converted to the asphalting content. So the elasticity part of bitumen goes. The right. bitumen is elastic and flexible only due to the presence of aromatics and the resins. So when we are using this waste from the engine oil or the cooking oil or other kind of uh, materials. Which have these the aromatics, bitumen, right? They have these aromatics. So the asphalt content is there itself in the bitumen, but due to aging, it loosens up on the aromatic content. So we are using all these kind of wastes to induce the aromatics back so that our uh, old bitumen, the aged bitumen, which is there in the recycled material can be uh, as good as a, a new petroleum based bitumen. So we are doing all this kind of work. Uh, and another uh, very uh, uh, last, uh, last but not the least, uh, which I think would be the future of the bitumen roads would be the lignin from, you know, uh, from the sugarcane bagasse. Have you ever thought of sugarcane bagasse, rice husk, cornstarch? 
the end waste out of all these materials is lignin and lignin is like rich source of aromatics again so if we properly process but it's simply not that i'm taking the sugarcane bagasse and putting in the batter right. it's not like right. that so there is a proper chemical processing which has to be done of these materials and then these aromatics can be used to make a bio binder not the petroleum based binder a bio binder can be made out of these materials so this is how we are working on using different different kinds of waste materials so that we can uh, combat these uh, you know scare of depleting bitumen and the depleting aggregates so our task is on that that is so fascinating how would you even think so many materials have so much of potential each and every waste i think can contribute in some way and uh, it i'm it, this is just absolutely exciting that um, you know the roads can get a facelift from uh, you know cooking oil or uh, you know yeah. jute or anything of that sort and what i really really i i forgot to mention our tires the tires of the old tires so we call it as a crumb rubber modified bitumen all the old truck tires that rubber gives excellent properties to the uh, asphalt and we have so many roads already constructed using that uh, crumb rubber so it's 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 a big big hit so all these materials <laughs> i think that there i there might not be any materials that you might not be able to recycle now this is just so fascinating because such a beautiful use of waste discarded materials and all for uh, you know construction of transport who would think that uh, ultimately many industries and their waste materials can feed into uh, building the transportation for india per se you know just the roads and oh, yeah yeah so fascinating and it's exciting to think technology has come this far to you know help us from so many different ways so we all seem to be one interconnected uh, you know series of events but uh, talking about these you talked about so many many choices of waste materials right i mean it's fascinating i think there are so many others i'm sure you'll discover in the next couple of years that you can do research on so what are some exciting new technologies that you look forward to um, you know that will change the nature of construction or in the maintenance of roads or checking the quality of roads what are some of those new technologies that you are that's exciting for you as well i i must appreciate your questions mrithila <laughs> you have come up with beautiful questions wonderful ones so that you know i have to use all my mind to answer them <laughs> thank yeah. you so um, yeah so few of the uh, technologies which uh, per se from when i think that these technologies are going to overhaul the road construction industry completely so one uh, the foremost is recycling definitely uh, not about the plastic recycling i'm talking about the pavement recycling correct because correct. there are uh, you know like huge and huge kilometers of roads which are already built they have failed they have cracked everything potholes everywhere so uh, what currently the mindset of people is that you know uh, we are going the conventional way largely we are going the conventional way whenever there is a failure we either tend to provide an overlay you know like 40 mm thick pavement and just wasting everything else or we simply excavate with a jcb throw that material and put a new layer we have to uh, start adopting it the technology is there in place all we need is uh, the awareness and the right methodology to adopt those technologies 
we can uh, recycle the complete pavement material right from the bottom layer to the top layer everything right. can be recycled in an asphalt uh, pavement but for concrete pavements we still have to work hard but as i said asphalt being a bitumen being a viscoelastic material and it's a staged construction so it can easily be uh, recycled so i think in the coming years since there is uh, if we do not uh, change now now change now our construction method then nature will force us to change like right. who, who would have ever thought that you know uh, all the businesses would be run uh, for from work from home so nature taught <laughs> us so yeah. if we do not learn it on time so maybe uh, when we will not be left with any other resource we'll have to do it slowly and slowly that will become mandatory that one has to recycle the pavement so that is one technology futuristic where lot of more development and lot of more adoption is required that you recycle all the material existing pavement materials no need to put fresh materials uh, second uh, one is uh, use of artificial intelligence in predicting pavement performance right now when we have to predict the performance or if i have to check how the road is we go uh, do the sampling bring back the samples and analysis in the lab it's a longer process and then obviously we do some cuts in the pavement so the future of this uh, work is that use of all this uh, Uh, AI and machine learning and predict the pavement performance that when it is going to fail and before it occurs you give that maintenance on the pavement. So that is the second one and third is again the uh, you know stabilized pavements. Uh, now what happens uh, in India? As I said, it's a vast country. Uh, it is not like one material which I'm using on Delhi roads can also be used in northeast. Yeah. The materials available are not same. uh maharashtra is full of black cotton soil black cotton soil is so weak it cannot be used for uh, road construction otherwise we are not improving it so stabilization is a very good technology uh, by the use of which we can make the existing weaker materials strong you know we can add cement we can add additives and we can improve the strength properties of a weak material and then we can build the road over that so right. that is the third technology which is uh, going to come uh, in a big way in future and then yes combination of concrete and asphalt both both have their own flaws both have their own advantages concrete uh, is a long lasting i mean if i say long lasting it's designed for 20 30 years right. whereas the asphalt pavement we have to maintain after every 5 years 5 year cycle but then concrete has its own disadvantages but to overcome that and to have the strength from that part we are looking forward uh, for composite pavements which would be a combination of both the layers so that is the fourth one so these four are going to be uh, you know the futuristic technologies from my side and that is how i have started aligned our work already in this direction that is so fascinating uh, i'm sure as as and when you go forward um and given that you interact so much with other labs as well um, there are many more technologies or many more chemical substances that can be used uh, to actually improve roads but also bring in new materials and as you said if you if just given the gamut of waste materials that you can use uh, you know the resources then become unlimited uh, because that can just be built into roads i cannot say how how absolutely fascinating and educative this talk has been uh, it's like i just went straight back into one of my 
college uh, lectures because it was just so much of information and so much of learning, which is very important because uh, it's fascinating to see these different facets come together. We always see, uh, you know, roads that are broken and the first thing that we do is we actually just uh, either, you know, comment on them or we keep complaining about them. But we really don't realize that there's so much of work going on behind the scenes to try and improve the way these roads are made, uh, to try and reuse uh, material that pollute our own lands and also use new technology to make this way better than what it was. So I just think that it's a matter of time that, you know, the nation itself sees these differences. And I'm sure given these new ideas that you come up with, there are more people who will be able to come up with alternate solutions and come to you and say, okay, here's what I can do for you. Perhaps I can help you more. Um, and I also just hope people recycle more uh, because given a, as an avid recycler and a sorter, I find it very challenging to get even my community people to, to you know, come together and start cycling, uh, recycling and sorting. I think that's very, very critical. But more importantly, it's not just the uh, residents or citizens who do it. Unfortunately, the chain is broken. So unless we get that chain to work, whatever we sort ultimately is going to get combined again in some landfill. And then it just is a waste of our energy because that I'm sure you can use many more materials uh, the moment you get a better idea of how they, they come clean and sorted. So I'm just so thrilled. I cannot say, uh, you know, thanks enough. It was just so lovely talking to somebody who's not only clear, lucid, but also, you know, has so much of new ideas and um, a clear understanding of where they want to go. And that usually is never there. It, it's that vision that really helps. So thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. My pleasure too that uh, you invited me and I could speak all about what we are doing. And as you said, it's right. Uh, it's all about the awareness. And yes, there are many, many more materials. People are working. The road construction industry is a dynamic industry. You know, every day there is some new, these days at least, every day there is some new world record which our uh, Indian road construction industry is making uh, of playing more kilometers. Um, I just hope that uh, very soon we enter into the records of making more sustainable roads, more kilometers. So. Yeah. I'm sure. I think you're already making a mark. So I'm just sure. And we're going to hear some very exciting news from you soon. Yeah, I hope so. We, we at CRRI, we all are working towards it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me.